combat divas. Stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas. Hey. Hey, this combat divas. Welcome back. Welcome back. So today we're gonna get into a little bit of uh, you know, why we call ourselves combat divas. We're gonna get into a little bit of some of these uh war stories, but it's always some bright parts about it too. But um uh me personally, I mean I've been through two tours of duty, both times I went to Iraq. My second tour was mostly spent in Kuwait, but also uh did tours, I mean not tours but did missions up to Iraq. But I don't want to start off like on a like a sour note, but like my first my first deployment was not the best. Um, I don't have any too many funny anecdotes for my first uh, for my first tour. It was pretty much all horror, too many near death experiences. But I could think of one story that was funny to me was uh, the first time I <laughs> the first time I, I smoked some marijuana when I was over there. Uh, we had some. <laughs> wow. I think he had got it in some. Uh, like they sent it over in like some peanut butter or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, the first time I smoked it, I was so I was so paranoid, and I felt like that was like the absolute worst place to wow. smoke marijuana where I was. We was uh, in one of those concrete bunkers, the worst place. And I say it's the worst place because we was always under attack just it could be like in the middle of the night it could be yeah. any time of the day we was attacked like almost every day when they sent bombs and shit over to our um over to our base mortars but i smoked it and i was just so paranoid i tried like i just sat still for like 10 minutes i didn't know what was going on i felt like everything i heard was just somebody that was like it was the enemy it was the enemy rushing the gate it was the enemy like Every time. <laughs> like i had after i did it i'm like i had to use the bathroom so i went to one of the porter johns <laughs> So, right after I came out the portal john, like the door slammed behind me. I dove. <laughs> I dove on Why the side you in of the portal john. No, like when I got, I'm sorry, when I got out the portal john, the door slammed behind me, like boom, and I literally dove wow. to the ground. I'm like, damn, incoming, yeah. and people. Was just, <laughs> It this is why we don't get you though. high. This, this is exactly why. <laughs> it was in the middle of the night. He was just looking. He was like, shh, hey, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, <laughs> you, about to get right, you ain't hear that? You ain't hear that? He was like, go to bed. And I was like, shit, okay, fine. See, <laughs> this is what I will have to say. This is the main reason why people don't get you high. Because you do some of the weirdest stuff and get everybody in trouble. Like is that one weird, time though? where you felt, like your, you, you felt like you felt your hair growing. But you couldn't tell me I didn't feel it, though. Yeah, you, you would get everybody caught. Nah. That's why we don't. No, I, I, I would just say I was more in touch with myself, <laughs> like, to where I could feel myself, uh, like, I felt evolution was coming through me, like, I felt, <laughs> I felt the growth, I felt my hair, I felt my follicles. By popular demand, okay, by some of our battle buddies that said, hey, you got to bring out some of the, uh, some of the war stories, some of the good stuff that happened. Uh, on, our, on my first tour, I was in Afghanistan, Tanisha was not there, Tanisha B., but my second tour, we was together uh, going to Kuwait and Iraq. Um, both of my deployments, I found a way to have a good time. And although it was like a stressful time, and there was a, a, a saying back then called embrace the suck, right? So like even though it wasn't like the best of times and it was some of the most, you know, your heart beating fast when you get ready to board that plane, that second plane, like you actually getting it, going into the country. Right. Like, your heart beating fast. You got all these emotions. You don't know what to expect. It's like the fear of the unknown. Right. And, you know, you go in hypervigilant. 
but to get over there and to actually, you know, to get settled, it, it, you just have to find ways to make it fun. And I think that's what we did while we was over there. We found some people just work out that whole time they was over there. They got swole, right? And that, that's yeah. good too. Some people, you know, we we was you know we we worked out, but we 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 worked a lot too. We was always in the motor pool, always moving around trucks, always getting ready to 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 go on mission, um, our second tour. And so I just think it was just a a way to 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 be resilient in the face of you know what was going on. And yeah, sometimes it involves alcohol. Yeah. A lot of times it involves alcohol. And a lot of times it involves other types of recreational drugs. <laughs> um, but it was a good time. And I know you say it's overseas, so how y'all get the drugs over there? Oh, it's ways. I'm not even going to talk about all the ways you can get it over there. Because <laughs> I don't want nobody to try to smuggle drugs over there and be like, Combat Diva said. So, uh, there are ways to get it over there. But anyway, back then, we was able to get it over there really well. And this was almost 10 years ago now. Right, right. You know, but uh, I was able to get it over there a lot. And we always had a good time. Like, we would get, you know, packages in the mail. <laughs> And we would let each other know, like we would, we would like somehow text each other or like pass the word along, like I got a package, let everybody know. And it was, it, ironically, it was only the females, cause the males was always too scared to have fun, but the females always had it cracking over there. Like we always had something going on, like some type of fun. I think it's because we was under the radar. Like they don't expect that type of activity from, from females. Us. Yeah. You know, they always look to underestimate the males us. for like for that leadership. And it was like we was leaders too, but we we got shit done. But we also was able to party we had under a the great radar. Time. Yeah. And then that's a message. They don't. They never they see the females coming. Well, when we take over, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but that's the message. But I remember this one time. We was, um, it's so many times, but it was this one time we got a package in and we were having a blast. I'm talking about we had tequila, I mean, and we was in Kuwait at the time, yeah. And we had tequila, I mean, we all were drinking tequila. We had went to the, to the PX and bought like fiesta chips and, and, and shit. We had dips and salsa, all type of stuff. <laughs> I mean, we was having the best time. We, we oh, played the music okay. and we would, because it was like a few, a handful of black girls, but it was like a whole bunch of white girls. And we would teach the white girls how to dance. So we would like play the Cupid <laughs> Shuffle or the Stanky Leg. Well, Stanky Leg was my jam. Like, Stanky Leg and Don't, which they steal my jams. They come on right now. I'm about to go crazy. But, like, <laughs> the, the Stanky Leg, we would teach them, like, how to Stanky Leg, like, how to put their leg out and everything. And by everybody being drunk, nobody minds, you know, learning and looking a fool. And I'm sure that's video somewhere. So if you do got video of these times, please Don't send it to me. No. I want to see it. Please send it to me so I can see it. I mean, we will go crazy in the berries. Like, have a ball. And I'm sure the the higher rank of people in the berries had no idea what was no. going on. Like, they no, didn't have no. a clue. Remember we used to do the 5Ks? And then, well, I don't know if you did it. But we used to do no, 5K runs. And we would dip out in them in the middle of the run and then dip out to our barracks. But in order for them not to find us, we would sleep in somebody else's bed until the 5K <laughs> was done. So, like, my bed, everybody knew where I was going to stay at. So, I slept in somebody's bed across the bay so they couldn't find me. Like, we would do stuff like that. And it was, like, the best time. But we learned how to be resilient, I think, through that. And learn how to embrace, you know, the times we, we are going to go on a mission. And we, we can't be around nobody. And we can't call our family. Like, we yeah. had to find a way to, you know, interact with each other and have fun with it. Just to, just to pass the time by, because um, I would say my my second deployment was was by far, like, just, just eons removed from my first deployment. Because mm -hmm. it was a lot more activities that 
we were able to do. We was able yeah. to go to like they had movies that they were showing in the states that they had shown us there. We had yeah. um, did we see like Fast and Furious like uh, yeah. What, what did we see Fast and Furious? One, I think we seen Fast and Furious, but I think we seen like for color girls, even though that's like a spoiler. <coughs> yeah, yeah, but, we saw a lot um, of movies over there. Like we, it was, it was, it was something to kind of like, kind of get your mind off of where you were because right. we was like, hey, we going to the movies. Like you could actually like feeling like you're, you're a civilian in that mm. moment. And like we had karaoke nights. We yeah. had uh, salsa. Like you go to the MWR, like the recreational center, and like and. You can learn how to do salsa. We had gym, like free gym. Like you can get you a personal trainer for the free. Right. For free. I like remember. a whole facility and you can work out to pass the time. It was so many things that you was able to do to kind of feel like you're a regular civilian, <laughs> right. regular person. So I enjoyed that best. And I had the most fun with my battle buddies. Like, yeah, I think that it, it made it a big deal. I mean, us females really stuck together over there. Like, oh, yeah. we were really close and really tight-knit and really a good, you know, system of support for one another. Like, if, if you had something going on at home, like, well, I was there for you. And, you know, we were drinking through, like, okay, I got a package in, but don't tell nobody. I'm going right, to let you right. drink first, and then, you know, we'll share with everybody else. Just so you can get that out, you know. Right. But we just had a really good support group. I remember one time, one of my battle buddies was going through something. And that night, we got completely drunk and went outside, which was the wrong idea, because we weren't <laughs> supposed to be drinking in the first place. We went outside, ran into the first sergeant commander. Now, anybody here in the military know that's a pretty serious situation. So we was completely, I mean, we were, like, really feeling ourselves drunk. Well, not drunk, but really tipsy, feeling ourselves. <laughs> so we went out there, and we had to try to have an intellectual conversation. So we was like, yeah, first sergeant, yeah, uh-huh, who, I'll leave PT in the morning, who, who, you know, just, you know, kind of talking. And they thought we were just great soldiers, like, oh, man, y'all motivated. So that morning, you know, hung over almost at 5 a.m. and going to PT, and, you know, my uh, other battle buddy was pretty silent. I was still hua hua because I was still drunk from the evening before. Mm. And, you know, they were like, all right, they volunteered to leave PT today. And we was like, wait, no, what? Wait, no, like, no, <laughs> no, 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 we didn't. When did I do that? I, so, think, they put, I think they put us, because we was lagging behind. They literally, like, put us at the front of that damn, <laughs> at the front of the run. So we set the, the pace. Do the we set the pace for the whole entire run. I feel like half the company, like or the battalion, just like hated us because everybody knees and shit was hurting. Yep. Because we running was, so slow, so slow. But that command, what's that? That command sergeant major. Yeah, I forgot his name. He he was he was up there. I would say like, his name on. anyway. You got it. You got it. Come yeah. on. Come on. Don't give up. We was like, yeah, don't give up. Yeah, don't, don't give up. Let's go. <laughs> Literally, like we, we were, were like, like dying. Fuck it was a really intense situation. I mean, it was a lot of fun, though. Like, but not that it was supposed to be fun. I think we just really made it fun. And But that's what women do. We come together to empower one another and make situations that sucky fun. Like, yeah. and that is the great part about having such a good support system and, and such a great uh, camaraderie with, with your fellow woman. You know, and even in today's society, we came back home. The same situation is applied. You yeah. have a problem with your, you know, if you have a problem with your baby daddy. We there, you know, okay, what's going on? Girl, because he did this, this, and this. Now, it might be over some wine, so we might have a lot of bottles going. Hey. So we might have wine, tequila, whatever. But we all going to sit together and drink wine and drink tequila and drink whatever and say, okay, what's going on? And you're able to get all that out and talk about it. And I think that's what bridges the gap between us being in combat and us just being women on the move. Like, we just... 
we are there for one another. There's a big support system within our arena, and we we would like to welcome bridge that gap. Like just because right. we're in the comment don't make us different, you know. Right. And it's super important for us to be each other's support because, like we were saying, like the war is not over once you leave the war. Right. Like we still battle with a lot of the stuff that we've endured overseas, and it's a lot of stuff. It couldn't be like you know, not exactly events, but just psychological, like just yeah. that separation from being away from your family. That that regular support system to having this extended family, which is your military, like the mm -hmm. battle, your battle buddies, the people that's close to you, and sometimes you struggle <laughs> with a lot of shit uh, coming back home, and it's it's a battle because. The people at home don't understand none of the things that you went through. That's true. They feel like, no, no, no. I was, it's like I was there with you. It's like, yeah, you feel like you was there with me, it's but you sad. was not right. there with me. Like, you don't know what it feels like to have mortars dropping, like, right alongside of you. Don't, you don't know what it feels like to to talk to your one of your battle buddies and y'all just shooting shit one night and then they go on a mission and don't come back. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know all of these things that we struggle with. Like we we know we have like a lot of anecdotal stories, like a lot of fun times that happens. Mm -hmm. But that's just so we can try to like kind of cope with those feelings of when we don't have a good day, when we don't have a good night, when we can't sleep, we able to call and you got your battle on the phone, it could be two in the morning. Mm -hmm. And they'll sit up, they'll like wipe their crust out of their eyes. They was dead asleep, but they'll listen yeah. because they feel like, man, I need to listen because that person, they may not have nobody that's up right now that understands anything they're going through, but you know that person that's on the other end of that phone, they right. understand everything that you've you going through, everything that you're mentally going through. So you need that support. And that kind of like... Um, saves a lot of people from taking that next step to be on the other side of life, like not being here mm -hmm. because you, you didn't, you ignored your battle buddy and they really needed that person at that moment to, they, they reaching out for help and you need something like you need to support your battle buddies mm -hmm. for when they need that help. They need that person to talk to. It could be just something and just be like, Hey, nothing real heavy. Just, you know, hey, crack a joke, make me laugh, do yeah. something to yeah. kind of get me out of this funk because you don't want to let your body buddy sit in that funk too long. But women, I mean, I think as women, we go through that all the time. I mean, how many times have just I've talked to people who've not been in combat that's overwhelmed. They they try to take care of their baby and, and try to make sure their husband's straight and trying to take care of the household and and driving back and forth and still trying to be successful at work and and still move. I mean, sometimes it's a lot on your plate. And not saying that, I'm not saying, not excluding men that they don't work hard. I'm not saying that. But there is an old saying <laughs> that, you know, men work from sun to sun, but a woman's work is never done. Yeah. My grandma used to say that when I was coming up. And I didn't really fully understand what she was talking about until like, I became an adult. Like, <laughs> and not saying that my husband don't want to be, like, he would love to just take that role. But a lot of times he don't see Women just have a way of seeing things from all areas, and we're seeing so far ahead that we just we end up doing so much. You know, like yeah. I, I can see what needs to be done before I could tell you would tell him or somebody who needs to be done. Like I know I need to do this, this, and this, and the baby needs this, and the, and the other kid needs this, and we got to go here, we got to drive. I can see all that, but a lot of times the man just like, okay, well, wait a minute. So you want me to get the laundry out, or you want me to like what, what's going on? What you want me to do? So it's just like, you know, a lot of times they don't catch up to where we are. And not, not down to men because no. I, need, I need my man. But at the same time, too, 
I know that if I called another woman, they they can get it right right away. I said, right. girl, I got this going on with the baby. I got this going on with the girl. I get it. I know. Girl, you got to take a breath. Uh, you know, like, we are able to really, I mean, so even though Battle Buddies, that term, we coined it for us because we've been to battle together. But, I mean, I have a lot of female friends that, who have, they not my you know, battle buddy per se, but, like, I need the them in the trenches of, okay, now I'm back at home. Not only do I got PTSD a little bit, but now I'm dealing with the kid getting the household together, you know, moving to shaking, all this other stuff, and then dealing with guilt, you know, as I be a career woman, and now I got my kid, I'm trying to find a place for my kid to go, you know, I need a babysitter, I need this, I need... So it's a lot that goes on behind yeah. the scenes with women, because we saw it, and yeah. it, we had the kids, so we attached to these children, you know? Yeah. Like, if I give birth to you, like, at the end of the day, I'm very, very invested in this child. So, like, it's on me to find a place for that child to go. And, and that's me with a spouse. And, like, and I can't imagine being just a single parent and having to do it all with no help. Right. But I think that what we, like, we be so engrossed in all the different tasks that we do on a normal basis. We, we, we know that men are not as in tune as we are as far as, like, daily tasks, things that need to get done. But I think that what we forget to do is at the very least try to communicate that and and actually because help. we know they don't see that shit we like also you just don't see that the dishes need to be done also you just don't see that the baby need to be changed or you just don't see that i need some yeah. help because i'm over i'm overtasking myself so we know that they don't see but we need to communicate that like okay i'm running myself right you know, raggedy, can you help me? Yeah. Can you take yeah, some of this yeah. off of my plate? But I think we end up taking all that shit back and put it back on our plate because it's like, okay, I'm so used to doing it this way yeah. and not paying attention to the way that you're doing it. You're mm. getting it done. However, it's not the way that I want it to be done. <laughs> so I'm taking all this shit back and put it back Ooh. on my plate because you're not, you're not doing it right. And that's a problem. That is a problem. We can't <laughs> keep doing, doing that right. shit. <laughs> You're like, no, do do what I want you to do in the way that I saw it in my mind, how I do it, and then I want you to do it the same way. Like, it, do it how I saw you doing it, damn it. So then they be like, well, fuck it then. You do it. Right. And then you like, see, men ain't got all that patience. About. You know? See, you don't want to fucking help me. <laughs> they ain't trying to labor with shit you know, all You right. Men ain't got patience for all that shit. Like, they not finna labor with you forever. Like, just tell me what you want done. Like, and I hear a lot of men say this. Tell me what you want, goddammit. Just tell me what you want, and I, I can. We probably can work it through and get it done. But and our, our mind is working so fast, like we can't formulate how, it. How sometimes. don't you know? I, and I remember I used to tell my husband shit like this, and he'd be like, I, you, "You realize what you're saying is like crazy. You you want me to read your mind all the time? That's not gonna work. Like, how don't you know that this shit need to be done? Like, because I don't. Like, <laughs> but then like your your battle buddies, you know, your battle buddies know. Yeah. They know I that the stuff that, that we, like, you know, when we deploy, they know that all these daily tasks that's on us, that we need mm. to get it done. Like, at the at the beginning of, you know, first formation, all mm. the way down to, like, the last formation, how many things is tasked upon us to get done. And we don't have time to really sit and really think about all the shit that we have done just Hey, by the numbers, boom, this needs to get done. Mm -hmm. This boom needs to get done. This needs to be checked off, checked off, checked off, checked off. And yeah. then when we get a chance to sit back and evaluate that shit, you're like, damn, I've done a lot. But you don't really get a lot of reflection time. Yeah. So overseas, when they when you like embrace the suck or, you know, Charlie Mike, keep moving, like, you know, just continue mm -hmm. mission. Like, that's what we do. So we, we don't have a lot of time 
to sit and process shit. That's why a lot of people think they're like, oh, military people, we so dark and why y'all laugh at this dumb shit? It's like, we don't have time to process yeah. the, the social norms of something like, okay, that's taboo. Oh, we shouldn't say it like this or we shouldn't say shit yeah. like that. Like, that's just, that's just us. That's our... It's not necessarily excuse when we say like you know mean shit, but at the same time like that's our language. It, I mean, we do say mean shit. I mean, but it's our language. It's like it, we don't know it's mean until somebody that's normal come around and say it's mean. So like, I mean, it, we do this all the time. We're talking to one another, and we laugh at the darkest shit, and it'd be like, oh, that's fucked up. And then, and then a part of us be like, oh shit, maybe that's like, not a joke. <laughs> like, but like we, right. we, we make a joke out of it. And it's not to hurt anybody else's feelings. It's, it's to kind of like carry us over that hurdle because we we laugh with like we laugh to keep from crying. Like a lot of stuff is like really fucked up. But we we tell a joke to be like, oh, you know, you be crying, be crying in one moment, and then they say some fucked up shit, just like a joke. You be like, ah. <laughs> why are you wiping your tears away? <laughs> right. And now you crying like laughing, crying tears because right. something is funny. Like we we don't try to make light of death but we do yeah we like, do like one of our one of our battle buddies or whatever you know committed suicide so we'll say shit like man as soon as we get up there man we go fuck you up what kind of dumb shit is that to do like blah 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 like and we'll say that but like if you say that into like you know to a person it's not a person, to be insensitive yeah. right like a person that's a civilian a person that's not in the military they're like Oh my God, he right. has passed away. Why would you say something so mean? <laughs> and it's just like, but that's just what we do. And it was it's something like we not trying to like downplay your your pain and your hurt feelings, but we we literally trying to keep from imploding. We trying to keep from mm -hmm. breaking just yeah. by being like that makes us feel better to say like, man, when we get up there, we go fuck you up. Yeah, that, that makes us feel that's the better. Combat part. Yeah, we don't have time to really process us and be sad because if we sit down and literally process every single fucked up moment that we've been through, we would just be in the corner hugging ourselves, like just rocking back and forth, <laughs> just fucked up in the corner. <laughs> like we 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 can't do it. We we right. sit up here strung out. And having like literally like just found ourselves inside ourselves and can't get out because we over here dealing with all the shit that we've been through. So we right. just try to push through. Right. And we ain't no try to. We don't got no 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 other choice. Like we okay. have to push through. Like I, I will joke about a whole bunch of stuff. Like ugh, smells like burning flesh. You know. But like I don't mean <laughs> it to be sensitive to anything. It's just I mean once you know that smell, you know that smell. You just make jokes about it and not. <laughs> don't quite know why. Maybe I need to talk to my therapist a little bit longer. <laughs> but uh, you don't quite know why. And it's, I mean, I, I have to give, and I talk to a lot of uh, people in relationships, and I do a lot of, like, talks on, on relationships and things of that nature. And when I do, I always tell women, like, don't expect, and like you said earlier, don't expect your spouse to know, or your mate, or whoever you with, to know everything you think and why you're thinking it. Right. And a lot of times we, we are thinking so fast that we're thinking of it and we're expecting them to think of it. And then we, in turn, hold them accountable for not thinking of it. So we get mad at them and they don't know why. So we walk around with an attitude kind of and they don't know why we really got an attitude. And we're just like, oh, you don't, I mean, how, how can you not know this? And in our right. mind, I mean, they know. But we can't hold somebody accountable for something right. that we've not vocalized like, hey, I expect this from you. You know, as my mate, I expect this from you. And if I don't tell you that, right. then I can't hold you accountable for not doing what I expect you to do. And now be mad. Right. Because, I mean, I've seen people walk around with a, a real-life attitude and about to dump, you know, whoever they with. Like, 
We finna break up. Because I ain't got time for this shit. He don't know no better. Blah, 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 and how he don't know the how I need to be loved and blah. Have you told him? No! But, but, uh, He's supposed you know, to know. And it just be rare. And I'll be like, well, you can't hold somebody accountable for something that you ain't never even verbalized. I think we act like, um, like all our thoughts is like, you know, those cartoon bubbles, right? <laughs> right. So the other, the other character in the other <laughs> scene, they don't know what you're thinking, right. but we know what you're thinking because you got all that shit written down right. in that bubble above your head. And I think that we think that shit is real life. Like, and as most women, we, we can, can like kind of peg it on one another. Right. Like, like girl, you I feel, feel like, you. You ain't right. got to say nothing. Right. I got you. You, but like it, we can't walk around like we got that fucking bubble right. above our head that's just displaying all our fucking thoughts because they don't that man know or that woman or whoever you with expecting them to read it even even your friends that's not like in the military or whatever with you or even family members or whatever mm -hmm. we can't expect them to know and then we don't want to talk the thing is we don't want to talk about it be like nah I don't want to talk about it what's going on with mm -hmm. you I don't want to talk about it but we we have to talk about it otherwise if you don't want to talk about it lose the fucking attitude yeah <laughs> you you gotta lose the fucking attitude because now right. they can't win they right. can't even they can't win can't they give, can't help give them you a they chance. can't do anything mm -hmm. for you because I'm just gonna sit there and just and just stand there and just stare at you and smile and nod because I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I'm okay. just stand still. <laughs> right. So exactly. Got to communicate. This is something I, I mean I I drill this in panels. I drill this in when I do public speaking events. Like we have to be able to communicate whatever the problem is. I mean, w women in combat. It, it, in addition to because I, mean, I I I have I married a combat veteran, so we kind of have similar. Uh, experiences so I, I got fortunate in that manner but I, I mean a bunch of people you know who ain't never been with nobody who been in the military they see kind of your your ideas and the shit you say is dark and and kind of crazy or the <laughs> shit you laugh at is I can't believe you laughing at that like that shit is not funny like why are you making a joke out of this this is not something to make a joke out of so I think it has to be communicated in some way especially if you've been not just in combat, but like police officers, you know, firefighters, people, the people who have been in that first responder position who've seen a lot of shit. I guarantee you they make a lot of jokes about it because yeah. that is humor is actually the best way to cope with these situations because yeah. it it lightens the blow. There's that's why comedians are able to stand up and talk about shit that's real and today and we laugh about it. Yeah, because, you know, they can sit up and talk about, you know, what's going on with, you know, the, the president or what's going on with. The, the social climate today and we be cracking up like <laughs> they should pay all your ass it's funny it's only because it's it's true is what's really going on but humor has a way to lighten the blow and we we take that on as a defense mechanism is that humor and it lightens the blow it does it does lighten the blow but sometimes i think that some of the stuff be too light. You lighten it too much. So when people don't, to, when people <laughs> don't take it serious. Desensitize from it all. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like with, you know, TG being in a marriage with a person that's a combat veteran. So, um, like, mm. anything that's, like, PTSD related, like, he could he can understand. Like, okay, right, yeah, right. I had a couple tools under my belt. Mm. I get it. I understand. But me, I'm like, I, you know, not it's not a misfortune of being in a relationship with people that, are not military, you know, just been in the military, but it makes it a little bit more difficult right. in expressing the things that I endured while overseas. Like right. it, it becomes because they just looking at you just like an empty vessel. Like, okay, I'm waiting to absorb all this stuff that you want to say, but it's just like, I just need to just sit here and just, I just need you to absorb it through osmosis. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Because like, if I talk about it, I'm going to break down. But mm -hmm. then I feel like it's just, 
like if I do break down, I feel like you don't you you're not. I want you to feel it with me, but you're not gonna right. feel it with me, and I'm gonna feel like you just woo 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 mm-hmm. woo woo woo. While I'm over here just like just in tears, and I can't even formulate a sentence <clears throat> right? because of I've been triggered and thinking about something that that happened to me. Like right. I came like so many dark things that I didn't say while I was in like my my previous relationship mm-hmm. and. Had them looking at me like, um, <laughs> you got a I goddamn think that problem. you need to be in one of those padded <laughs> rooms. Why would you say that? I'm like, oh, so you didn't think it was funny? <laughs> like, oh, so you only, so you only, like, he just came, he just fell on that goddamn spike, and it, like his heart just went through his back. Like, that's not funny. Like the way he fell though, but the way he fell, like, but he died. Like, no, like it's. It, and like it is not meant to be funny, but it's just like so you don't see the humor. It's like the irony of it, like you know, he was. It, it's just, it's just these things that they don't get. But like you, right. you, you tripping out with your battle, your battle get it. Mm-hmm. But like I, like I feel like I should be as open as possible, or feel like I can be open as possible and not be judged by the the past that I went through, far as military related. But it's yeah. kind of hard because it's like. Man, the more shit I say, the more motherfuckers side eye me. Like, I don't need you judging me. <laughs> yeah. I just need you to listen to my story. It's hard with civilians. <laughs> I was in a relationship when I was in Afghanistan. And when I got home, like, we we had a good relationship before I left. When I got back, I mean, this motherfucker didn't understand shit. Like, I felt like he was just a whole different person, in, in which case we ended up getting into it. And I mean, we wanted to get married one day, you know, me and dude when I was in Afghanistan. When I got back home, he was just a whole different person. Well, I was just a whole different person. Yeah. And he did not get a lot of the the shit I had went through. And I, I couldn't explain a lot of shit I went through. And, and we was, I mean, we, we, we was arguing every day. Every single day we was fighting over just some meaningless shit that didn't even matter. It was just, like, dumb. Right. But it was just because he couldn't, like, put his, or even try to put himself in those shoes to, to understand what I was going through. And I got it. And I mean, now I'm in a place where I can look at that for what it was and, and understand like, well, he couldn't. He couldn't right. have possibly understood that, you know, I need these hours and, and maybe I need days of not interacting with people. Or I need yeah. some silence or I need some downtime where to I'm not around place. people to process whatever I got going on, you know, because you deal with stress differently after you've been through some shit. Right. And, you know, you, sometimes you need some time not to talk to nobody. Yes. You need days of silence where you can think just clearly. Like, I find myself needing time to, you know, now, you know, I meditate and shit like that. Like, I need time to not even talk. I don't need right. to interact. Like, I need a babysitter and everything. Like, I need that moment for to, me. To calm just down. Just for TG to right. calm down, to get in the space. So now I can give more because I got to give something to myself every now and then. Right. So, like, a lot of people don't understand that, especially if you're in a relationship and you with somebody who want to be with you all the goddamn time. Like, <laughs> I, I've never been with people like that who need me constantly because it would drive me up a goddamn wall. Like, oh, I can't exhausting. give you all my attention. Mm-mm. I am a moving and a shaker, goddamn it. I got to go. <laughs> Not a moving and a shaker. But, like, you know, people, some some guys just... And women, too, are like this, too. Very, very clingy. And I'm just like, I can't... Yeah. I can't even be friends with women who are clingy. Like, if you real, real clingy, you need my attention all the time. Like, mm-hmm. 12 times out of 10, our relationship is going to take a dump because... I can't I, give you all that. Like that's a whole that. lot of goddamn time and attention. What I ain't got time to build my own self or my career. What the fuck I got to do? Like I'm so busy giving all myself to I'm you. I'm calling you all goddamn day. I ain't got time for it. So like <laughs> I think most people who are career oriented or entrepreneur in some sort, they ain't got time to be with you all day every day. Nah. 
you know, just just in your face. Like, that's you, annoying. You you that clingy, get you a pet. Somebody I that think just, people like that need a dog. They they need somebody just gonna be well definitely can't get no cat because even cats uh, um unbothered. Cats like, oh. need their time. They're like, look bitch, get your ass on. Like, nah, cats, get the fuck nah, cats I need, need my they own space. Time. <laughs> I need time to decompress. You don't need you get a you don't dog need no cat or that's opposite or energy. Something. Yeah, like something that's gonna want to wrestle you all the goddamn like, time. Me and cats like, will I can't work take out. It. Me and cats will work out. Well, I'm allergic. If I wasn't allergic, me and cats would work out because I'd be like, you want to get your ass over here? I'm gonna get my ass I'm over not here. A cat person I'm per cat. se because there's nothing they can do for me. But I mean, at least a <laughs> dog, you know, can can do something for me. I mean, cats just. I don't need just company, so I don't like cats. But anyway, no, nothing against the cat lovers out there. If you like cats, that's your thing. Shout I personally to, can't shout do out cats. To cat <laughs> shout out to the cat lovers. Shout out to the cat lovers. But, I mean, we're in this new wave of, I, I get the future is female, a new wave of, of females, like, really taking the forefront and really, like, going after their dreams and going after what they want. Yeah. At the end of the day, too, females need a support system, too. And I am very happy to see... There's so many supporters out there who have formulated together and have these female groups and women groups and, and groups that come together to support one each other, one another. Uh, that are females that are going forward and doing their thing. Like yeah. that is so inspiring to see. It's also good to see that in the military as well. Um, yeah, you know, more true. women becoming, um, you know, higher ranking, far as yeah, being master man. sergeants, first sergeants, command sergeant majors, and, and like generals, generals, yeah, colonels, like colonels. like they really making their way mm, up there child. to where it wasn't even like uh, it was unheard of years ago. It really was. It, it really was. Now you see them a lot. And I get them so much respect when I come into I, look. I, man. If I see a lieutenant colonel, I'm, a male. I'd be like. All right, how you doing, sir? Ma'am. Man, I'm salute. Ma'am. Look, if I get the best salute I got. If we won on the inside, I will salute you. Because you can't salute nobody on the inside or whatever. But, like, I will salute you so hard. Like, yeah. damn. Like, yes. I'm, Absolutely. I'm about ready to dap it up with it. But I'm like, okay, military bear. Military bear. Right. But, like, you Warrant officers, even. Now, females you, are taking taking their charge in the warrant officer field. But like, they just let you, They like, you, you get a chance to see that. And it's just letting you know, like, you too. Like, you can be... Right. That you it's possible because they 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 made it up that far. It's mm -hmm. so possible to like and it's just it's refreshing to see that now how like the climate has changed. Right. Even in the military, even though it's a it's they still got ways to go. They yeah, got a lot it's still of ways to go but. because it's a lot of you know uh, sexual assault going on. There's still a lot of prejudice in the military. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's like you know stuff that they keep under wraps stuff that they don't tell you about stuff that's been you know closed like documents closed and sealed and it's only <laughs> available for like you know people that's privy to that information right. so but even with all of that darkness it's still some so light in the military. it's still some light no i'm just, I'm just <laughs> it shouldn't be a documentary i'm just joking sorry government nah, I, look operational security so <laughs> <never been. laughs> like i changed the names changed the names right uh, sergeant so-and-so so, -and -so, so. <laughs> But I just, I, I'm very excited to see that that movement. But I, and I know we started to talk about like, uh, you know, different war stories and things like that. But it all came back to, I mean, the female bay really stuck together. And I'm in both of my deployments, in my deployment to Afghanistan, the female bay was like sick. Like we we stayed together. Like we was really, you know, oriented and embedded with one another. Yeah. Even back then, somehow I was smuggling alcohol in the country. <laughs> But I was smuggling alcohol in the country, and, you know, females had always had first dibs, and we had a ball. Like, we would have the best. I remember one time, 
Sometimes we would get so drunk and it was a medic that was a female medic that was in our uh we just call them bee huts. We built this little hut from wood on our own. And we just had bee huts and it was a female medic in our bee hut. And she would wake us up at like 5 30 4 30 in the morning and give us IVs because we oh, had got so drunk the night God. before we had to go on mission. And she would give us IVs so that we were up to par and we were like Damn, you know, I'm dehydrated. Hey. I need an IV. Shout and she out would to like, that medic. She would give us IV. I won't say her name. She knows who she is, though. She would give us <laughs> IV so we can go on mission and be, you know, successful. So, <laughs> shout out to her for not, you know, having us be all fucked up going on mission. And, uh, you know, not hurting nobody. But it, or I mean, hurt yourself. Or, or hurt ourselves. But back then, I mean, you know, you just needed something to cope <laughs> to take the edge off, I think. Back then, I really did. And yeah. I was stanky leg my ass off when I was in Afghanistan. Oh, stanky leg was my song. Oh my god! I said it once already, but I mean, who sang a D4L? I mean, they would come out and I would just lose my goddamn that. And shout out to Soldier Boy, got it. I mean, I had to give him credit. Oh my god! In 2008, you would not stop me from doing a bird walk. It was over with. I mean, they would they would play the song and wait for me to come through the door. Like, if it was serious. Could, if y'all could see the energy that TG got <laughs> right now, like, it just brought her back I mean, it would be like, let me see my bird walk. I mean, Soldier Boy and and and, and Stank a Leg, and th them two songs right there was like my anthems in 2008. You couldn't tell me shit. Matter of fact, I remember teaching my first song on how to Stank a Leg. You remember that? We taught first song yeah, we tried. Can't it, say was, his name, it was tragic. First time I had a how to, how to, how to stake a leg. Oh, it was tragic. It wasn't tragic. I mean, he really got it. I mean, he got into it. Once he, he put got his, the rhythm. He put his pelvis into it. I he liked put, it. It was great. I think I think he did a great job at it. Yeah. Shout out to the first time for think, boosting the morale of all the black soldiers and going out there doing the stake a leg. He really put his hip into it. it he put. Just, I mean, not just his, his pelvis was into it. it. Was, I mean, it he stake a legged it up. Yeah. That's what I wanted out of him. I needed that yeah, no. whole stake of leg. No, it was great. It was great. I mean, you could get me the damn charge a damn wall yeah. if you did the stake of leg and you was in a leadership Let, position. Let's talk about TG and this uh, peanut butter jelly, how they how they got her and she was just whole. Oh, wow. I, I just wanted to be like, a, just like dance, monkey. Dance. Because they, they really had her. She was just, they, they she was would, the morale booster. I was the, the morale whole, booster for the whole unit. Oh, my unit. God. No. They like, what time is it? What time is Sergeant Jean? What time is it? It's peanut butter. And I would, I would go oh, out there and do peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, God. peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Yep. And, and I would it. just like go nope. crazy. And nope. people would love it. I mean, the, <laughs> the white soldiers me, and black soldiers alike. Nah, black, some of the black soldiers would be like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Here's a token say, black guy. Like, we, we that, <laughs> we that, uh, what's that emoji with the hand on the, like with your hand on your face, like, oh. Some of the black uh, people thought I was, oh my God. the white people were taking advantage of me. And they was like, dance, I, monkey. Yeah. Dance, but it wasn't like that. I mean, it, it was really yeah. a morale booster. I felt it for the white soldiers and the black soldiers alike. When I did the peanut butter jelly with the baseball bat dance, it was it was really great. But it became exhausting because it was like okay, like, it was really we, exhausting. It's like let her be the morale booster when she feel it in her soul to be the morale booster. It was just like they would but call now me out it like, became what time down. is it? Like oh, oh yeah. Shit. So now it's it's like they little anecdote. They look like yes. Yes, oh, I'm hype. She ain't hype. TG ain't hype. I was bad as hell. And they like, come on, what time is it? Got the log crawling in mud and jumping, crawling up ropes and shit. She's like, nah, it's not peanut butter. Come on, come on, Siren G, come on, everybody, get it together. Siren G, my last name was Givens at the time, and I was, and I would go crazy. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. But anybody who was with me back then, they they do know. But no, after a while, I feel like your like it was like your soul was leaving your body. You like, I can't do this anymore. I just. We, I just, I just can't do it. Like, 
I don't know what D4L is right now, but I would like to get them a shout out. I mean, they should come out with something else. Great. I just think, I still believe in you, D4L. So wherever you're at, I still believe in you. And if you come out with something new and innovative, I will be the first one in line to... He go, he go, my ma he go to the stage manager. I mean, our engineer right now. He pull up stank leg right here. You, Dude, can I push play? Please, no, please don't. He no, gonna, he gonna sure, just play an come. excerpt up. Maybe he just give us a little bit of it uh, in the middle of the show. Sure, I'll just explain. It's the just whole my thing. love for the stank leg. Yeah, no, no, I know you love it. Okay, I'm okay. just saying. I mean, anybody who off. knew me knew 2008 to, to 2010, I stank leg my ass off, and I did it for two years straight. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, stank leg two years straight. Great. I was like the stank leg champion in, in Afghanistan. I'm being a toot my own horn. If it was a contest. But we it was. If it it was, was a stank leg contest. Ask one of my battle buddies. Her name is Shannon Rain yeah. right now. Did, did you and, win it? GS Boys. I'm sorry. It ain't D4L. I'm oh. sorry. I apologize. Oh, so well, D4L was laughing, tapping right. people, right? Right, right, right. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, so uh, you want them uh, to come out with something, too? Uh, no, what's, no. What's I don't want D4L to come out. I want no. G, uh, the, the GS Boys to, to come out. G.S. <laughs> boys. G.S. boys. The G.S. boys. I want them to come out with, with something great and innovative, uh, similar to the stanker leg. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they do the other leg. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, some with I mean, an arm. I feel like you can stank your leg with your dominant leg. Whatever leg that is, you just do it. I just feel like it was amazing, and I was a champion for two years running. Like Shout I should have been, a, I should have been the head of their fan club. Is what I should have did. Shout out. Shout out to TG for that. And Soldier Boys Bird Walk. There was the two songs that got me. They would play Bird Walk in Afghanistan and wait for me to come out to my truck. I was that good. All right. Okay. No, That's I my rant I mean, no, no, those two songs. No, I believe you. That's my rant. I believe you. As no, anybody who's in Afghanistan with you, me. If anybody could feel the energy in this room <laughs> right now, I feel it. I feel it. Her name is right now. Staffs on Shannon Rain. I'm going to say her name because she's okay with it. And if you if you if you look up, she will tell you the exact same thing. Right, right. That's all I got to say. About no, I mean, that. I'm, no, I mean, I'm I'm here with you. <laughs> but as a community, we had a great time when we was in Afghanistan. I, when I was in Afghanistan, and me and Tanisha was in uh, 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 Kuwait and Iraq together. Yeah. Um, we had a ball. They just called Baby Bear, called me Mama Bear. Um, but we had a great time. We had a ball. Not that the situation that we was facing was a great time yeah. or a ball because it was very uh, stressful, strenuous, and, and we needed you know, that. we had people that got purple hearts while we was over there, all type of stuff. But at the end of the day, too, um, we were a community. We had each other back. Um, and that's what we need today collectively is being the women's, you know, Be each other's part support. of women, the women's empowerment movement. The Combat Diva podcast is a part of the women's empowerment movement. And, uh, you know, we all we all in this together. You know, somebody wise always told me, like, every, everything we need and everybody we need, we already got them. And I think that is yeah. amazing. And once I learned that, um, I've been, man, I've been ready to empower people ever since then. So, yeah. man, keep going. Keep keep pushing. Keep being encouraged. And the Combat Divas always, always, always got your back. Always. Battle. I say whoa. Battle. Battle. But, battle. Uh... Battle. Battle. <laughs> You can um, like, uh, share, comment on uh, Combat Divas Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at Combat Divas Podcast 1. 
um make sure you you know just give us some feedback even you know for the all our military people too you know drop a drop your favorite story from overseas it could be lighthearted. Mm-hmm. i mean it could be it could be something dark something that you've been through over there too so just give make us, sure you drop us a line give us your no shit that was give us yeah. that story we i we would love to hear it yes. i love those stories drop it on our on our instagram or our twitter yeah. Or our email, and we we gonna actually we'll talk about it on the next right. show. Or inbox it if you don't want nobody to know, you know your story or whatever. Just you know, hey, you can inbox it to us as well. Yeah, DM us and we'll talk about it. Right, right. I say, whoa! Shout out to the Navy. I know the sharks is bad out there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Navy, it's a joke. Bow, That's it. Bow, Combat bow, divas. Bow, we out. Bow. Combat divas. Stomp your left, right, yes, left. Second, I'm the champion. Diva. I was.